Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Steph and this is the Don't Buy Her Flowers podcast. I hope you're well. It's half term here, so I'd say we're a little bit on edge. It does seem like everyone else is on exotic holidays or skiing while we shoehorn in some work and bung the kids in holiday clubs. But I know we're not on our own, so I'm trying to suppress the guilt. And remember that in the 80s, school holidays involved absolutely nothing except the TV, probably watching Neighbours twice a day, and maybe an enforced walk. And we're okay, aren't we? Right? (laughs) Um, So we've got something a bit different today, as this is a business special episode. Once a month, I'm going to be talking with a business founder, so these will be interspersed with our normal rush hour themed episodes. Today, I'm actually talking to two founders, Alison Burton and Natalie Duval, who run March Muses. Really simply, it started when they realised that Christmas decorations were totally lacking in diversity with white, fairies, Santa, elf on the shelf. And they started a business selling Christmas decorations with black figures. And that's now evolved to other products and celebrations beyond Christmas. But of course, it's not just a product because there is so much more to it when the stakes are so high and they're doing something that really matters. They have not one but two dragons invested from the dragon's den. Uh, which we, of course, talk about that experience. We also talk about how the business blew up after the murder of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement led more people to recognise the need to support black-owned businesses and also the disappointment they now feel because it feels like that support has drifted away and it's still very much needed. Thank you to HR Consultancy HR staff for sponsoring this episode. More about them and how they can support small businesses later. And on with the episode. Thank you so much for doing this. I really, really wanted to speak to you both because, well, I didn't realise until I started looking into it that you also both have full-time jobs as well as March Muses. I run a business, so I know how much it takes. But I suppose if we start with just a bit about March Muses and how it came to be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a story that I tell a lot, but I'm not bored of telling it because it's Mm. such an important story. And it's something that when I think back at it, I'm shocked at myself that I didn't realise these things. And so it was 2018 and we were hanging decorations up on our tree. Christmas is my most favourite time of the year and my children absolutely love it. And we were hanging up decorations, Santa, angels, you know, star. And she turned around, she was seven at the time, and she turned around, she said to me, can angels have brown skin? And I said, of course they can have brown skin. Like, 
why would you even ask that question? But we were hanging up white angels, white Santa, white elf on the shelf. Every, yeah. Everything was just white. Um, even our nutcrackers, like everything. And I thought, ah, oh, okay. This is why she thinks angels can't have brown skin. And so I just thought, okay, well, let me just go on Amazon, Etsy. Like, let me just find some angels with brown skin. It's very easy to do. I looked couldn't find any and I was a little bit in shock it was 2018 obviously this is before Black Lives Matter and so I was just mm. like well why can't we find any angels I found some in America it cost 25 pounds to get sent over which I thought was absolutely ridiculous and so in the end we end up using Barbie because Barbie's come a really long way in how they have diversified their dolls and so we've got quite a lot of brown dolls all different hues and so we use a sparkly Barbie doll at the top of the tree just to add a bit of diversity and I thought well it's lovely that we've got her but this isn't right this isn't you know if if Mm. she's asking this question then other people must be asking this question and so that's basically how it started. I know you had there was one interview guy we're doing with um, a presenter on ITV and he was like I am not white and I hadn't made this connection myself and he was like I'm embarrassed about it and you were like oh don't be embarrassed because this has just been happening What's amazing about it, it's an amazing business idea because it is exactly that. It's when everyone goes, why doesn't this already exist? Mm. Is when it's so brilliant. But also, I suppose the timing of it means that people have, hopefully, and we'll talk more about it as well, but people have started to wake up to the fact that that's not okay. Of course, it's not okay. Absolutely. And we're raising the future leaders of this world. We're raising the future change makers, the future football fans. You know, if you think, oh, well, you know, this isn't for me. My children don't need to see this. You're completely wrong Mm -hmm. because we live in a multicultural society. And so Mm -hmm. we always say we're not trying to say, okay, your Christmas decorations have to be completely black. Black We're not saying that. We're just saying mm-hmm. that if you add something like this onto your tree and it becomes normal, not novelty, your six, seven-year-old will see it. And in 30 years time, when they are the CEOs, when they are the going to watch football, when they are, you know, the change makers of the world, brown and black skin won't be a novelty to them. And so this is how, I know it sounds crazy, but this is how we start to make racism extinct. It really Mm. is with our children and the future. And if we make these things normal, not novelty, then in 30 years time, we're not even going to be having these conversations about diversity in the boardroom and what it looks like to be a director and all this kind of thing, because it is going to be diversified because people are going to come together. Mm. Obviously, you've got Christmas decorations. And it was interesting because we'll talk about your time on Dragon's Den, but there were lots of talk about it being seasonal. But actually, you're already doing lots of other stuff. And I'm sure you've got like reams of plans because there are so many occasions in the year that have just not been diversified. I mean, the cake topper, for example, a wedding cake topper. And it's not just that you then put a black wedding cake topper. It might be a black person and a white person. It might be someone with lighter skin or darker skin. Like there's so many combinations, a man, a woman, two men, two women, like... I mean, luckily you touch on that because last year we launched other products outside of the Christmas season. So we launched for Valentine's, for Mother's Day, uh, Father's Day we also did. You mentioned as well the wedding cake toppers. We have like little gifting for children. We've got a beautiful ballerina jewellery box where, you know, with the ballerina twirls inside. Mm -hmm. Natalie and I both had one when we were younger, but they always had a white ballerina inside. Mm. So now we've launched ours with the black ballerina. We've launched our new Valentine's cards for this year, which does include mixed couples and then also same-sex couples as well. Because these are things that you don't traditionally see available for anyone, black or brown skin. 
And so, you know, our tagline is to celebrate diversity by diversifying celebrations. And that's exactly what we're doing. Like every occasion that can be celebrated, we'd like to have a gift or an offering, um, you know, that is inclusive for all of the communities. Yeah, yeah, but not all celebrations, because for a very long time, people would say to us, oh, why don't you do other seasons like Valentine's? And what about Halloween? Why don't you do something for Halloween? And in my head, I'm thinking, how on earth do you diversify Halloween? Like it, Halloween mm-hmm. is Halloween. There, there are just some things that we can't diversify. There's some things that, you know, we'll leave. We, we can we can leave Halloween. Yeah, alone. Even yeah. with Easter, people are like, oh, you should do stuff for Easter. I'm like, okay, well, a bunny, they're made out of chocolate, which is brown. Like, <laughs> it's all right. If you want to go down that road, it's already diversified. There's such a, I suppose it's that at the beginning, that focus of Christmas, right? Which actually oh, I yeah. know loads of businesses who sell like 75% of their turnover comes in like end of November December and that's okay but the point is there are lots of other opportunities but yeah we we get it I'll get people saying oh you should do a package for and it'll be something really niche I'm like well other people are doing that I don't need to do that and also it's not really at the heart of what I'm doing yeah which if yours is about diversifying then you don't need to cover every like you say yeah I mean we've been asked to like to cover like um like disabilities or Mm. other cultures and you know the last thing we want to do is to create a product that could actually end up offending someone because Mm. it's not something that we know much about or we're well versed we don't understand those communities you know you can do one thing but then obviously you'll be not including other people and so it can cause a bit of a ripple of you know back and forth and people feeling ignored and and that's not what we want to do and we definitely don't want to get it wrong yeah I bought the little girl angel and the lady angel. I can't remember what they're called, but they've all got really good names. And then I put one on Instagram and a friend of mine messaged and went, oh, my mum. So my friend Sophia has five kids, amazing kids, and they were all babysit for us. And one of the daughters saw it. She was like, oh, we watched this in when it was on Dragon's Den. And they're all black. And they were like, we were like, oh, this is amazing. Like they were right. I thought you guys were amazing, but they hadn't got around to buying any of the decorations. So I sent them a couple of the decorations and it was like, yeah, of course they should be in my house as well as their house. And I loved it actually, because when they were sort of saying the market might be quite small or, you know, it's seasonal or you might find that the big retailers will just start doing this themselves. But Peter Jones said, anybody that has a conscience and wants to assist and help change for good is going to buy this product. It's like, yeah, that's your audience, isn't it? You're not just looking to put these into black homes. No, No. we have such a a diverse customer base as well like that. So we have people from all different nationalities, communities. We have global customers as well. Um, And it's just great to see that, yes, we did create them initially for ourselves and our families, but Mm -hmm. everyone else shares the same passion for inclusion. And we also say like, all right, it might not be for everyone. You know, some people don't put angels on their tree at all, or they would much rather do more novelty stuff like a tomato ketchup or a penguin or a dinosaur. And that's absolutely fine. But what we have found is that then people will buy it as gifts for someone else, passing it on and just, you know, they're they're very durable. They will last a lifetime. And, you know, at Christmas time, what do you do? You go to your cupboard and you take out all the angels and all the different decorations that you've had for years because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Christmas is about. It's about tradition. And so this is supposed to be a piece that you will just have forever, whether you keep it or whether you pass it on. And I think that's mm. what is so important. We have so many people who contact us 
from like America and and Australia and all different areas of the world. You know, with America as well, you just think, oh, well, they must have loads of these, but they do, but it's, it, they don't look like us. Like you said, big businesses like the Macy's and stuff who are just almost appropriating the culture. They're creating a black angel, but there's no thought on design. There's no thought on skin tone. There's no thought on the hair because what they've done is taken a white angel and just painted her black. And that's, oh that's not what we want to do. We don't want our angels doing blackface. And, you know, with us, yeah. our angels come in yeah. like two tones. I've got two daughters, yeah. um, Sophia and Olivia. One is darker skin than the other. And they've got the same mum and dad, but that's just how they came out. Brown and black isn't one colour, as you will all know. And so that's what was an also a very important thing for us, that our angels come in different shades. And the lighter brown, yes, it can represent mixed race and mixed heritage people but also it can represent different cultures asian south american brazilian because of that lighter brown hue Mm. and what did happen for you because i've heard you talk about black lives matter in 2020 and you went from turning over like 12 grand in 2019 to nearly 80 grand in 2020 can you explain what happened I think with 2020, obviously, it was the pandemic year, lockdown year. And, you know, so Nat and I, after having a great 2019 Christmas period, we went straight back out. 2020 started designing more products because it was clear that there was a need for these products and that they were so um, popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just started the year, like, creating more more ornaments. And then, obviously, lockdown came and COVID and homeschooling and all of that. Just a change for everyone. And then the horrific murder of George Floyd. And so with that, suddenly there was a huge spotlight on black businesses. Everybody wanted to get behind, you know, supporting and Black Lives Matter movement, you know, just just took off in that year. And I think with the combination of Black Lives Matter, the spotlight being shone on small black owned businesses and then such a horrible year 2020 was by the time people got to Christmas, they just wanted something to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And I think all the combination of all of those things and everybody being at home just led to wanting to create even more bigger Christmas cheer. And our decorations were a part of that and ticked yeah. that box for diversity and inclusion, which is what the Black Lives Matter movement is all about. I know, like, we, I spoke to Yvonne from Kemi Telford and she had this kind of boom where people were sharing her business as a black woman who runs a clothing business. And I've spoken to friends who had book businesses and people suddenly were like, oh, yeah, no, we, of course we should be reading books that have non-white characters in and that was all spiraling but I also heard you talking about more recently like 18 months on or where's everyone gone it feels like you feel really let down by people and the kind of I think the shift has happened I think at the end of the day in 2020 everyone wanted to do their part they wanted Mm -hmm. to do something and we used to get loads of people asking us well how do I talk to my children about race where do I even start and we would always say well you start with books you start with dolls you start with decorations no one's telling you that you need to go right today we're going to be talking about black people and to (laughs) never ever start a conversation with your kids like that because it will never ever ever go well (laughs) what you do you just introduce things into their lives so it becomes normal and that was an easy thing for a lot of people who weren't of color who wanted to play their part and wanted to do the right thing and a lot of people want to do the right thing without making it such a big thing and so buying a decoration like ours was something that they could they were adding to a black business they were supporting women in business they were then adding to society they were making sure the children were seeing these things so they were ticking loads of boxes just by adding this decoration and I think Obviously, even with TV and media, in 2020 and the beginning of 2021, we saw such a huge jump in the way that films were made, adverts. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
I remember one time looking at adverts thinking, my God, there are so many black people on my TV right now. I don't even know where to go. It was, I remember putting loads of women on and it had four black yeah. women presenting. It was like, bloody hell, that would not have happened before. Yeah. It, like, it just wouldn't, would it? would it? never have happened. And it went into overkill, as everything does when something happens. Something always goes the other way completely before it kind of comes back to some sort of middle ground. And that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. And so now you get to 2022 and everyone who kind of put up those black squares, it's like, oh, well, we Mm -hmm. did the work. And oh, do we need to carry on doing it? (laughs) It's hard. If it's not innately Mm -hmm. in you, it's hard to carry on doing the work and to keep on going. But the answer is yes, but obviously it's not, it becomes, it doesn't become trendy anymore. And so what's the next trend? Oh, sustainability is the next trend or the climate change is the next trend or or something else is the next trend. And still, black lives are still being lost. Women are still losing their lives when it comes to childbirth. You know, the black Mm. fight hasn't stopped. You've just stopped seeing it because the media want to report on other things. And that's all it Mm. comes down to. You know, especially when you look at TV, for a long time, if there was a black person on TV, they were either mixed heritage or they had to be with a white counterpart. So, you know, on adverts, it was always the black man and the white woman and their mixed race mm-hmm. kids. And then in 2021, it stopped being that. It was literally just fully black families. And now you can see now we're coming back to the black man and the white woman and the mixed race kids, like we're, we're going back into it. And so it's mm-hmm. conversation like these that really do help the, this isn't a trend. We're going to carry on talking and we will carry on talking about this until the day we die because it's part of us it is us it's it's what we do and we want our children and our children's children you know it sounds so cliche with the martin luther king and i have a dream speech but it's exactly that i don't want my children to be going through this i don't want my children to worry about having children because black women are four times more likely to die in childbirth than white women Mm. and so it's these conversations that hopefully will change that narrative because it's our children that will make that change it must be exhausting sometimes. Like being a business owner is exhausting. Just that battle, that mental battle that you must feel like, why the fuck aren't people getting this? That's how yeah. I can imagine it yeah. would feel. We spent the first couple of years feeling like exactly that. So there's there's different layers to this. So we have people who are the trolls who will never probably get it no. and feel no way about emailing us or dropping us a DM to tell us exactly their racial thoughts. We've had horrific comments that have been sent to us about us, about black people, about our children. And you just think to yourself, who does this? Like who mm. comes up with these thoughts and then confidently sits behind a, a laptop. And thinks it's okay to tell us. Thinks it's okay to tell me. Yeah. Like, how dare you? Like, please go and find something to do. Mm. Um, and then we had the situation where it was clear, it was so evident that our uh, products were so popular and we're knocking on the doors of big retailers to start to have conversations about collaborations or wholesale opportunity. And it, it just didn't come about. It was like almost, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll email you back. Um, the gatekeepers were in full force, basically. And we're thinking, but you don't sell them. We've been trading now for two years. You're still not selling them. You've not even cottoned on to the trend, which is probably a bit of a good thing for us to give us a little bit more room for growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having said that, we would welcome that competition, you know, create a range as well. But if you're not going to create a range, hey, work with us. us. Yeah. And so that's when, you know, I encourage that that we have to go on the Dragons then because we need to like shine a light on this even more, get the investment, get the backing of Dragons to help to really grow this business in the way that we know it can grow and should grow. 
This business episode is sponsored by HR Star, a HR consultancy who can offer businesses support and their aim is actually to reinvent the poor reputation of HR. They say that HR are not just the department brought into hire or fire and they want to help you with people who are your number one priority because without the people, you don't have a business. At Don't Buy Her Flowers, we started working with HR Star a couple of years ago when the business had grown to the point that we needed to be really clear on workplace policies and how we look after the team, but we weren't of the size where we would have a permanent HR person in-house. I think when you're growing a business and there's so much going on, it's just really helpful to have experts to run things by so we know we're doing the right thing, um, help with the admin of contracts and that kind of thing, and creating a business where you're proud to employ people working with HR experts who actually know what they're doing. So if you visit hr-star.co.uk for more information, and if you contact them and quote DBHF, they'll give you 10% off their people strategy session. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I've watched the piece and I've listened to a bit and it is, you, you guys do amazingly. And in heels, by the way. High Never heels. Again. Never again. <laughs> 
I don't know what the hell we were thinking. We were in there for two hours. They want everything in your head, your numbers. How did you market this? The profit, the net profit. It's just all has to be in your head. You know, I I trained as an actress. And so it's like, it is learning lines. It is practicing all those things. And it all does come together. But it's, it's bloody hard for two hours. And also you're filmed on TV. And at one point, three of them said no. And we were like, oh, in a row. And I just thought, oh, gosh, here we go. We're going to be that group of people who doesn't make it. And people are going to go, oh, they tried. Didn't they do? Didn't they do well? Onto the next pitch. And there's women in business as well. Oh, they had a go. You do not want that, do you? When this is something that's so important in your so We weren't here to be patronised. No. We we came in and like, after we got the first three no's, it's almost like we went into battle mode and we mm-hmm. like did the pitch all over again because we're like, right, now we've got to capture the attention of the last two. Right. We don't know how this is going to play out, but we haven't come this far just to come this far. And so, yeah, we literally came out fighting again and Deborah and Peter shared the vision. We didn't think he was going to invest because he's so poker-faced. He actually looked quite bored and I'm sure he yawned at one point and I was like, oh no, this is going terribly. Um, but that's all part of his uh, magical way of doing business. And I was going to say again, we took inspiration from our children because when you think about like the best negotiators in the world, who are they? Kids. They are the best negotiators in the world. We were inspired by them. They don't give up. They throw it all in. They know who their key stakeholders are. You know, my daughter will ask me, can she buy something from Amazon Prime? I'll say no. She'll go to her dad. Can I buy something from Amazon Prime? He'll say no. Who do you think she goes to next? Grandma. And not only does grandma buy it from Amazon Prime, she buys everything or the whole lot. And so you need to not take no for an answer. So, you know, when I say our children are our muses, and that's where March Muses comes from, they are our muses in absolutely everything that we do, from down to the creation of the product, to how we talk about the product, to us negotiating in the boardroom. It all stems from them. And so you ended up with two dragons, so Peter and Deborah. And how is that going now? Because I've heard a real mix from people who I know who've been on it, where in some it doesn't actually work out when everyone gets and does the paperwork and all the. We didn't know that. Happen. That was that was news to us. Right. We thought that when right. you got offered the um, the money on TV, we thought, oh, okay, then you go and take the money and do whatever. But when go we started ahead. to yeah. do some research, we actually realised that mostly, probably seventy percent don't actually take the money. Seventy yeah. percent don't. The deal doesn't go through, and that could be for a. a lots of different reasons it could be that their due diligence didn't work out it could be that they lied on tv and said one thing and actually it meant another it could be that it just wasn't the right fit it could be that there were too many dragons involved because we've heard that story where too many dragons were involved and it just it was diluting it it just didn't work and so we were still umming and ahhing before we actually signed the contract like should we actually go for this because obviously when it aired you receive such a huge backing from the community and from the audience that you make quite a lot of money in that first week anyway because of the airing. It's like I was going to say for the market, the marketing. I mean, it's an amazing opportunity because you're also talking you're about in your company for fifteen minutes. Yeah. 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 When Maybe. do you ever get to do that? Adverts are on mm. TV for 90 seconds, if that. So mm. you get to talk about your whole business for a good 15 minutes. And so it's the best marketing tool. So we didn't know whether we were going to do it. Also, to have two white investors. You know, this is a black owned business. And mm. so we were thinking, oh, what does that look like? And is that right that we've got two white investors coming into this black owned business, which solely does stuff about black people and the black community? So it was all these questions and all these things that we had to battle with. And in the end, we did sign it. We were very happy with our decision because 
we know how far two black women can take this business. And there's a stop. There's a glass scene and we can't get we can't smash through that glass alone. Absolutely not. There's not enough diversity in the boardroom for us to get through those doors. And so we know that we needed the help of not only people who were in business, but people who had a bit of celebrity around them, people who can champion us. We needed those things that we just weren't going to get as two black women trying to push this black product. And so. Yeah, like Alison said, Deborah is so hands-on. She's there with our sustainability. So even this last year, we launched our new glass range, which is like a Dutch pot and a hot pepper sauce and a plantain just to kind of go with our novelty gifts. Um, And then with Peter, we deal a lot more with his investment advisor. So his investment advisor is really (laughs) hands-on. A bit too much sometimes. We're like, take a step back. But, you know, we're doing some really amazing deals at the moment and they're sent, we're getting loads of contracts and legal stuff that Alice and I don't have a legal background. This is where that comes in because we know that's invaluable because yeah. that would have cost us yeah. thousands. In fact, it did cost us thousands when we were trying to figure out whether we were going to sign with the Dragons or not. We had to get an outside mm-hmm. lawyer to kind of come in and we had to kind of pay for that. And so it, it costs a lot. So having this lawyer mm-hmm. who's just on hand is, oh, that's so invaluable. And like even just like knowing that we've been in the den and that we were successful in getting investment, it adds so much credibility to us as a business and us as individuals as well, because it is no easy feat going into that den. But on investment and stuff. So I think I've seen a post that you guys have shared before about the lack of investment in black businesses. And also that creates this problem where black businesses can only grow to a certain point, but also then maybe retailers or people who would buy wholesale aren't buying them because they haven't had the investment. So they haven't got maybe the branding is slick or whatever else. And you guys have talked a bit about that before. What needs to change there? What is that? Oh, so much. So yeah, I did a TV show with Judy Love and it was called Black Female and Invisible. And it was a great, great show, although Channel 4 chose to put it on at 11pm at night. And I thought, look at that. Look, you've got this amazing show called Black, Female and Invisible. And you put it on at 11pm. Like, even when you're trying to be proactive, you're still putting us on at 11pm. And that's exactly what the problem is in the boardroom and in in trying to get money. I think there was a stat, it was 0.02% of female Black-led businesses have received any funding, whereas 87% of white male businesses have and 9% of white female businesses have. And so when you look at that stats, it is it only comes down to systematic racism, to in the boardroom or even in corporate sectors when you're hiring, you're hiring people that look like you. You know, you hire people that you feel like you could go to the pub with or that you can get along with. And so if there's only white people in those sectors, then obviously only white people are going to keep on getting hired unless you have someone who's very diverse, who is a diversity champion, who just gets it. And unfortunately, there aren't enough of those people in those sectors who just get it. You know, Peter, for me, just got it. You know, he knows that this is like, it is a Christmas market. It is a small chunk, but he just got it. He's just like, you know, I'm just going to help you. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to help you. The same way he did with Levi Roots and the reggae reggae sauce. You know, it's barbecue sauce at the end of the day. There's a million, you know, Heinz run that. They own sauce. They own ketchup and Hellman's. They, you know, so to come in with some new barbecue sauce that some guy was, you know, making in Carnival, it's unheard of. But what the thing is, is that they invest in you. They invest in the people and that's the most important thing. And so if people need to start investing in the people, because once you do that, once you give them the confidence, then God, magic can happen. Yeah. 
maybe it feels for some times that you've got to take a chance. If someone's impressing you and you can see they've got this amazing product with you supporting them, then maybe things can go further and it will. Yeah, it must be incredibly frustrating. People are always quoting about women have less funding, but obviously then there's another whole nother level of difference there. But also I think the fact that you both are working full time, you're both single mums. I think that's another layer to add in for women in business that I think sometimes the focus will be around gender. And actually it's like, yeah, because the gender differences are so massive still for us at home that to compete with men at that same level while still trying to do all the other stuff is really, really challenging. But you shared a post from, it was Shonda Rhyme speaking and it was so good. Like it made me emotional yeah. watching it because do you want to explain what she says? She was doing a speech. It was on the Black Mums Up Front Instagram, but it got shared <laughs> so much because it rang true with so many working mothers and mothers in general. We are multitasking. And so she was talking about, everyone asked her, how does she do it? How does she run this huge franchise, Shondaland? How does she, you know, have this amazing family? How does she still have hair on her head? You know, all these kind of questions that keep being asked to her. And she says she doesn't do it. When she is doing amazingly at Grey's Anatomy on Scandal and writing some amazing screenplays and amazing scripts, she's missed bath time at school or at home. Or, or when she's at the school nativity play, she's missed Sandra O oh doing her last scene on Grey's Anatomy. Like at some point she is dropping a ball and she says that she's failing one thing, but excelling in another. And I think that really did speak to people because in the end she says, but you know what? My children get it. They see their mum. They get to come to this place called Shondaland. It's a, it's a place that's named after me. And that's exactly how we feel with our children. They get to see, you know, at first they were really amazed that mummy, mummies were on um, TV. Now it's like, it goes completely over their head. They're like, they do not care one bit. They're just like, yeah, I've seen it all before. Even when we showed them our decorations, the very first time we showed them our decorations, it actually made us cry. They were like, oh my goodness, this angel, she looks like me, mummy. She's got my hair and everything. And we were like, yeah, fast forward two years and we're showing them new decorations. And they're like, yeah, it's a black angel. They are so brutal and honest. They're like, it's a black angel. I've seen them a hundred times before. But you know what? That's the reaction we want. I want them to be like, it's a black angel, like what's the big deal? Because I've seen a million of them. That's what gives us purpose. And that's what gives us the passion to, to do the late nights, to be up at 1am, to to be talking to China at their time code when we're looking at design and things like that. And to get the trolls who tell us the most horrible things, that's what keeps us going, knowing that our children are at the forefront of this and will make a difference. And what is nice that Alice and I, we do both work full time. We were a little bit nervous about that going on to the den to say that we work full time because sometimes they don't like that. But Deborah was very much like, yeah, your mothers who work, I get it. You need to make a living. Absolutely. And what actually is fantastic is that because we do work, any money at the moment that we bring into the business can go straight back into the business. We don't need to pay ourselves right now because we have another job and that is one of the there's a lot of low lights <laughs> there's a lot of low moments but the, the biggest high point is the fact that we can just reinvest all that money back in because we're still year four into this and so we're still building we're still trying to get into different places and I think as well you know yeah. having our full-time jobs as well 
it enables us to make really conscious strategic decisions about the business. I think if you're paying yourself, sometimes offers may come your way and you just take them because you're just seeing that I need to pay my mortgage, I need to pay my bills or whatever it is that you're paying for. But we just like allow things to just work organically. Yes, we are still hustling every day to make sure that our business and our brand is growing, but we do it in a measured way. But also, I think we're not taught that that's actually a really viable way to run a business. We're shown, like your Dragon's Den or The Apprentice, it's all about like the speed at which you've got to do it. And then you've got to get the money and blow it up really quickly. And actually, you're building a brand which takes time and thought to it. So you could go out and go, right, we do all of these occasions and we've got products for all of these things. But actually, to have focused, like I have been doing eight years and I didn't take a salary for the first four. And then when I did, it was pretty small and, and it's all right now I know I could earn more money if I went and worked somewhere else which is just <laughs> how it is but because the money's being reinvested there's no point in me sitting on a massive salary but then having no money in the business but it's tough like what you're doing is massive to have full-time jobs and kids and then be running a business as well so yeah. it must be <laughs> do you have to go right I'm stopping now we're not doing any more today do you want to leave your full-time jobs absolutely yeah. and I think that there's a that we do a mixture of both like obviously in the busy season Christmas is our baby yeah you know yeah. you just have to plow through um yeah. and I mean like, to give you an example of like last Christmas season we had our full-time jobs we had nativity plays got to buy a costume for whatever occasion oh, is happening God. at the school, remembering all the school stuff. Yeah. Work, although it's kind of petering and slowing down, but then you've got the work events as well. And then as well as trying to deal with the business, we were having, which is a great problem to have, mind mm. you, but we were having to do like podcast, TV interviews, radio interviews, and schedule it all in. And then by the time it got to like the real run up to Christmas, we both fell ill yeah. <laughs> because obviously we were doing too much. But this is all part and parcel of, being a full-time mum in business yeah. with a job yeah. as well. We know what our end focus is. We're both working towards the same thing and that we have the same goal. And also nothing stays the same in life. The only thing constant in life is change. And we know that this situation will change just like it did in year one. Yeah. It's like it did in year two. Like we know that this is just a part of this chapter of this book that we have called March Muses and chapter five will be completely different to chapter four and that's life we just know that nothing is constant in life apart from change with that in the forefront of our minds we know that this situation is not going to stay like this forever and we're not always mm -hmm. going to be tired and we will look back and be like wow look at that look at when we did that Can you because even we look at our very first two years, we were fulfilling these orders from our kitchens in Croydon. We would yeah. go to work, come home, and then have all these orders. And nothing was more amazing or worse than when we were featured on Lorraine. And it was literally like a four seconds, like, oh, these angels are black. They're from black, and um, they're from March Muses. Go and check them out. That's like literally how long it was. And that day, yeah. we, we brought in like £10,000 worth of. Um, orders now bear in mind that our angels at the time were like between six and nine pounds so you, that's a lot of angels that we were sending out and it took us probably 10 days to get through all those orders I had oh. my mum Alison had her mum we had her aunties yeah, yeah, yeah. we had our kids like we were all in our kitchens just doing these orders hands on deck taking them to um the post office and then getting them back and then it was it was horrific when I say it was horrific it was horrific <laughs> but amazing at the same time yeah yeah fast forward two years we have a fulfillment center 
So we know yeah. that it was horrific, but we knew that it was going to change. We knew that we wouldn't always be doing that. And so that's what gives us the hope. And that's what keeps us going. I did the same. I was on my knees packing boxes for two years in my spare room. And it means I know the detail that goes into it and yeah. the cost of everything and all of that stuff. So then if someone comes to you and goes, right, you've got to pay me this for me to pack it. You have an understanding of how long it takes. What the... mm-hmm. So I think it is part of it. But now I can look at it really funny and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that and yeah and it's like getting your stripes isn't it it's like I I did that I earned my stripes for that and so I earned this performance center because I did the time when you do get the opportunity at whether it's year two year three wherever to outsource that's an amazing thing to do because Mm -hmm. then it allows you then to play to the strengths that you have within your business yeah so the time spent packing orders is fantastic you need to please your customers and provide that customer service Mm -hmm. but it takes away from developing new products marketing being able to join you on a podcast you know so Mm. outsource as much as you can when you can affordably obviously but yeah it just allows you that time and that mental space that you need when you're running a business yeah totally agree for us the business grew quite substantially when I'd let go of it a bit to Mm. stop packing boxes myself Mm. but it is it's that balance between being able to afford it isn't it and having like ten thousand pounds worth of orders in a day just because you had exposure like it's not like you had anyone persuading someone that they needed to buy this you they just haven't seen it yet because you haven't got that marketing budget they hadn't seen it and so we saw the power of tv in that moment Mm. there and i it will always forever be stuck with us it was mark hayes we absolutely adore him and he was like send it to me yep i put it on and he did exactly what he said he was going to do and we can can't be more thankful for him for that because that was really the launch and that was what really did change a lot of things for us and so it's that it's those diversity champions what I talk about is it's seeing something and going well I'm on a primetime tv show I'm going to give it and literally he gave us like 10 seconds of airtime but that's all it needed because he understood the power of who's at home who's watching and what it can do you know it's, it's when you get those people who just get it that's what we need more of Thank you so much to Natalie and Alison. Genuinely a gorgeous product, but there is so much more to this business than just a product. So if you can support them, do have a look at marchmusics.co.uk. Next episode, we've got a very honest conversation about being new mums with Sophie McCartney from Tired and Tested and Illy Morrison, aka Mixing Up Motherhood. If you subscribe to the podcast, you'll get a notification when we have a new episode. And as always, if you've enjoyed any of the podcasts, a rating and or a review would be so brilliant. And thank you. I hope you're surviving. Yeah, I hope you're surviving, if not thriving. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.